Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MatchLava. And today is Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. It's been a busy day. I have had a lot going on at work, and it's been busy. I mean, I'm just trying to wrap things up there, and there's a lot of things that probably need to be passed off to people still and things like that and things that probably should have been passed off a while ago. Um, but just due to the nature of the, the position of the company that I work at, they're kind of things that I had to work on and, and do that now it'd be passed off to other people. So there's a lot of a lot of work that needs to be done there. And I'm finishing that up for the week. It's been good though. I mean, I was talking to Zach the other day and he was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you working so hard at work still? And to me, there's two real reasons why. One, when you can push yourself to work really hard in a situation where you're really not that motivated, it's, it's just always, it, it, really, it really helps you develop those skills to, or those habits to be a hard worker all the time. So if you can push yourself to work whenever you really don't feel like it or whenever you really don't want to or maybe you don't enjoy what you're doing, those sorts of things just translate to, like imagine if you were doing something that you really did enjoy. And that's what reselling is for me. I really do enjoy reselling. It's more enjoyable for me than most other things that I've done. And it's just, it, it's something that I really, really like to do. So when I translate the skills from, or the habits that I form from working really hard at a job that maybe isn't as rewarding, or maybe isn't as fun or exciting, and you translate that to something that you're really passionate about, it just translates so well. You crush and you're set up to do really well whenever you work on something that you really do enjoy. So that's number one. Number two, it is a very, very valuable skill what I've been doing right now to be able to learn for any business person. What I've been trying to do is very much make a guide and a way for somebody to walk into my position and be able to pick it up a lot quicker than I did. And it's going to be tough because I had the previous engineer working with me in tandem for about eight months and he was a huge resource to me. But what I want them to be able to do is to bring somebody in and not have to be completely screwed every time they bring a new engineer in or an engineer decides, hey, like screw this, I'm going somewhere else, or hey, I want to go work for myself, or hey, I got to move, or whatever their their reasoning is, I don't want that company to be screwed for the rest of the time if, if I don't make some sort of guide for them. And I probably, I'm just guessing that if I don't do it, the next engineer won't because nobody has so far. So I've been making some video tutorials, I've been putting together a guide in Microsoft OneNote, and that's been a long, long project for me. Putting that together, putting everything that I've ever learned into that has been something I've done since day one. And then putting together a comprehensive list of all the things I've ever purchased for the company, whether it's for this machine here, what the model number was, where we bought it, what invoices were there, any sorts of information needed to acquire the product. That's been something else I've been working on too. So there's a lot of moving parts of this and I've been trying to get those things shored up, pass those off to the right people. And it's a huge undertaking, but for me, being able to do that just helps me with my business. I mean, we are in an inventory-based business. If you're reselling, you are in an inventory-based business. And to be able to create a procurement sheet or create a database of all the things you've purchased, how to purchase them and stuff, that bodes really well for being able to pass off the purchasing side of a business to a virtual assistant or some other employee. That is, is, is massive. Like, if you can do that, you'll save yourself a lot of time. And then the other thing, being able to outsource tasks, being able to teach somebody through videos, through guides, being able to put that down is a skill. I mean, it just is. Most people either don't think to do it, most people won't do it, most people don't do it. And it's a huge, huge, like, it's so beneficial for any company to be able to have that because while 
maybe the owners or, or the people in charge don't realize it. It is so vitally helpful to somebody to be able to look at a guide, to be able to look at videos of how to do what they need to do day to day and, and how to do some of the more difficult things. People don't realize it, but you can lose a lot of time in these things that aren't done all the time, such as like for me, I, I did a lot of the tech and IT stuff and set up new computers and all that kind of stuff for the company that I worked at. And doing that, it it was a lot of time kind of sunk into learning how to set them up. I, I did it once before and I did it when the, the guy that I worked with previously was there, but I didn't really do it that much. And so when he was gone, I didn't have really, he left a small guide and it was, it was, it was decent, but there was definitely some work that I wanted to do on it. And for me, it was like, okay, how do I learn how to do this? And it took me several days to set up the first computer. Those are days where you're paid, depending on like what your pay rate is, pretty good money. And it's wasted because you're doing something that's already been done before. Why isn't it documented? Why isn't there a clear step-by-step process with photos, with diagrams, with whatever you need? Why isn't that done? Why, why isn't it there? And that kind of stuff, that stuff pisses me off more than anything because and not to say anything about the the engineer that I worked with before he, he's fantastic and great business owner and he did very well and he was just super smart he didn't maybe need to record everything but the fact that a company doesn't have that pisses me off because every company needs that it's just it's like protecting yourself in case something goes wrong if I would have gotten hit by a bus pulling out of where I worked at they wouldn't have really had much to go off of. they wouldn't have known how to access a lot of my files they wouldn't have known how to access a lot of the stuff that I had that I had been working on for for making the engineer position there a little bit easier to transition into and that would have been it and they would have had to start from ground zero and, and basically redo the whole thing over again with a new engineer and it's just that's no way to have a, a a company run or a position to to operate you just can't do that it's it's not it's not feasible and you talk about okay, well, that will never happen to me. But then you go listen to Reezy Resells. That guy who has sold millions of dollars on Amazon broke his foot. His business at one point was reliant on him going to the thrift store and buying books. He broke his foot and he's like, well, now I can't really go anywhere. Like I can't, I can't leave the house very much. I can't, like, what am I going to do? Hobble around. I can't drive. So I have to have somebody drive me everywhere. And he figured out a way to outsource his business to other people who would do the sourcing for him. And he figured out how to teach them the criteria they needed, what to look for, and, and basically made his business scalable due to that foot injury. And he said it was one of the best things that's ever happened to his career. Makes sense. But that sometimes doesn't translate to everybody. Reezy's a very unique case. He has a very, very good drive and desire to succeed, and that pushes him. Most people, and a lot of people don't have that, and a lot of companies aren't run that way. And so what happens is the next person, the next Reezy, that's not actually him, but maybe somebody else that breaks their foot in that situation, maybe they don't do that maybe they lose their income maybe now they're screwed and now they're trying to fight to figure out how to pay the bills and stuff that is a problem and i think that the best thing to do in that scenario is to be able to have your work documented have your processes documented if you don't have processes figure them out i just write down some steps of what you do every time and then make it almost systematic and then you see okay well here's where i'm losing 15 minutes in shipping why am i spending all this time doing this is it helpful is it preventing errors is there a way i can prevent errors quicker and then you improve your process and you move on. That kind of stuff intrigues me. Like that's that's the stuff that I love. Processes, improving processes, making things work better. That is that is like the the efficiency side in me that I think engineers kind of have to have. But I'm not very engineer like. Like if you give me a part and say go design this, it's not my it's really not my cup of tea or something that I really enjoy. The thing I like enjoying is trying to improve processes and, and do things that make things work more efficiently. It's just when things don't work efficiently or when things are done suboptimally 
for example, if if you could have two guys working on a machine get it fixed in five minutes versus one guy working on it get it fixed in 20 minutes, there's a huge loss of production there. That kind of stuff really, really freaks me out. Like it really makes me mad because it's like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't we just call somebody else over? And as long as they're not super busy, why would we have one guy struggle and we could throw another guy at it, get it done in a quarter of the time, get production running faster. Like those sorts of things are the things that I, I, I kind of like thrive on figuring out how to improve those. And so that goes with being able to outsource your work, being able to put stuff down and document work and being being able to put stuff down and document work and being able to really have a proven process that anybody could step in into that role and follow. And you may think, well, yeah, that's great, but like now that makes everybody replaceable. Well, kind of. I mean, you're not really supposed to hire people that suck, but in the chance that you do, you don't have to start over, right? If somebody starts to really slack off, and, and that can happen to anybody. Anything can happen where somebody has a relative pass away or somebody has a relative get really sick or maybe that person starts to, I mean, maybe the person that you hired, they start to abuse drugs or alcohol and, and there's just like things that are in their personal life that are affecting their work life. That can happen to a lot of different people or they could get injured or, or anything could happen. And so if that sort of thing becomes an issue, you now have an opportunity to bring somebody on. And my goal for the the business that I run is to be able to bring somebody on and bring them up to speed within one week. One week of time, I want them to be full throttle, really like 80 to 90% is really what I want them to be able to do. 80% is pretty good. If they can do 80% of somebody who's been in it for a year, that's what I want them to be able to do in a week. And that requires a lot of thought and a lot of improvement on my part and a lot of simplicity on the business's part so that the person's not confused. Like if you bring somebody into a confusing business or where there's not much documentation and there's not really much clarity, it's gonna take them a long time to get caught up to speed. Just think about where I work right now. I didn't even know what half the machines were called for a little while. And it's because like there was like, there was no like terms glossary to go back and look like, oh, this is what this machine looks like. This is why it's called this. This is what it does. Like that sort of stuff had to be learned on the fly because there wasn't really like a, a thing. And some people are good at that, I'm not. Like I need to sit down study and figure it out on paper for a second before I actually go out and look at it because it gives me a little bit of an idea of what I'm actually looking at. And so same thing applies to business. If you do not have those sorts of things down, you're trying to bring somebody on and forbid it be somebody in a different culture or country, right? Like like what I did, if I try and bring somebody on that is from Pakistan or that is from the Philippines, that is going to be a massive issue if they if you're not clear because Half the time, they do not speak 100% fluid English. So, and they don't understand a lot of the pop culture references that you may have, or a lot of the things that may just be normal for Americans to say, but maybe not normal for a person in the Philippines to say, or something they just never heard before. And so the way that you say things may be confusing. You need to make sure that your stuff is very, very clear. And if you're not clear, it's going to lead to problems at the beginning and through the middle and probably through the end of that time that you're working with the person. So clarity is huge. Being able to bring somebody on in the instance that a major contributor of your team goes away, that's huge. And being able to do that quickly and efficiently is one of the best skills you can have as a business owner because that will save you whenever that person inevitably leaves or something happens or the person, I mean, forbid, dies or whatever happens. Like the person in your business that is very critical to running your business. So maybe if you have a shipper because you don't like to do the shipping or maybe you go and travel across the country and you have inventory back at your house. If that person leaves, you need to be able to bring somebody on relatively quickly. You don't wanna be stuck shipping all your packages and missing out on the opportunities in your life that you were, you were living before then 
you want to be able to bring somebody on quickly. You don't want to be super reliant on one person having to train a new shipper for a month. And it's a pretty simple process for shipping. It's really not that difficult, but you get the point. If it's a if it's a more difficult task than just shipping a package, well, that could take, I mean, that could take months to teach somebody if you don't have a guy. It could take years. I mean, I'm, I've been doing my job for two years and I may not be the fastest learner out of everybody out there, but I, I try and pick things up relatively quick. I try and study things as much as I can. And it, I'm still learning new things every day. And it's just one of those things where you realize, had this been put down somewhere, had this been documented, I could have read this over. I could have been studying this whenever I didn't have a ton of pressing things at the beginning of the time when I worked here. And I probably would have been ahead a lot quicker. So those sorts of things, being able to make a guide like that, being able to outsource that, being able to put it down on paper or in a video and say, here's what you need to do. Here's why you need to do it. Here's how I want it done. That is massively helpful. That will help you scale your business. That'll help you save your business if somebody leaves. It will just be a massive resource for you going forward in the future. So anyway, that's what I'm working on right now. It's busy, but again, when I'm trying to work on things at work and I'm going full throttle, a lot of the times I figure out what's the way that this can contribute to me as a person and a way that this can contribute to my business, as in what is a way I can learn something or take away something from this that can help me either grow as a person or grow my business. And a lot of the times looking at it from that, you can really take a lot of things away from a day job where you may not have things that really are related to your business in any way, shape, or form, you can figure out ways to make it more related, make it so that you can learn things and make it so that you can challenge yourself and just become a better worker. So anyway, that's what I got for you today. Hopefully that helps you out. I'm gonna get going. You guys have a great rest of your Tuesday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.